Hello everyone, this is the Joy Clicks Gamecast, episode 2. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined once again by the man himself, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've just been uh, just been here all day, chilling, mm-hmm. you know, uh, installing new software on my computer and updating it is always not as fun as you'd expect, but you know, we're yeah. over here. We're, 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 we're chugging through it. You know, try to get through it. Yeah. Try to get um, this is the last week I'm home for the next few weeks because then I ship off back to school oh, for another right. semester. Is your setup as intricate? I'm assuming it's pretty in-depth, right? Your whole setup, I think, right? Yeah, yeah kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's decent. Because I'm not, I'm not like I, I believe his name is Ninja. Yeah, yeah, it's not like but, yeah. um <laughs> I'm I'm over your average person that got a a little laptop at Best Buy. <laughs> I assume you don't have a a deal with Adidas to have your own shoe and oh, even get your own skin in Fortnite. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, so <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. So kicking off this week's show, I figured we would start off with a new segment. Um last week we talked a lot about some things that were going on in the uh, the next few months as far as game releases go. And this week, we uh, got a little corrections on those from the industry. So I figured, Just why don't we few. just implement a segment <laughs> that will cover this. So if we did talk about something last week that significantly changed from last week to this week, it'll get covered in patch notes. Mm. I like that title. Name. What a good name, man. You know, what a good name. There, it's man. But there was something else that I was thinking about today that that took in there. Oh, um, there was a completely side note. There's a separate podcast that I listen to called Weapon Wheel Podcast, and I mm-hmm. love the name of that podcast, Weapon Wheel. Yeah, it's a strong name. It's a really really good. Name. I was like, man, I wish I came up with that. But Christian, <laughs> if you want to lead off the patch notes for this week, yeah, of course. Do you hear that music playing? We're gonna yeah. have some nice music underneath this segment too. Oh wait, where? I don't. Are we? Oh wait. Oh, like in post. No, it's just magic, right? I oh. snap my fingers. All right, it's there. <laughs> so first off, we went over the games we played over break. I forgot. I tried one of your favorite games of last year with you Days hate, Gone. You hate to see this. I um, I I saw this on the notes. I'm like, man, hate to see it. <laughs> so I started Days Gone. I picked it up on Black Friday. It was cheap. So I was like, yeah, what the hell? Um, I put a fair about it, amount of time into it. I gave it a shot. I got to the helicopter chase after you visit your wife's grave now days gone to very long game right yes so would it surprise you that i'm pretty sure that happens a lot more than once <laughs> and that like i'm a bit confused as, like like that like that sounds like it'd be a good parameter to tell someone yeah i i got to this part so the first time that happens then. Okay, cool. Okay, bet. Yeah. Cool. And you find that like the the little freaker that they did a test on in that field and then the helicopter flew away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um I, I just moved on to something else and then I didn't mm. really go back. I see, I see. So hmm. I I feared this, yeah. but didn't really take it out of the realm of possibility that it could possibly happen. You know what I'm saying? That like yeah. Days Gone might not be for you. Because I know like yeah. back when you were hearing things about Days Gone and when I was talking about Days Gone, when I was playing it, I know a lot of things that I was saying, what you were hearing 
uh, from other people besides me were definitely not uh, jiving with you, you know, in your yeah. personal taste, right? So, yeah, did did like those things come to fruition? Like, is that why you were no? Like, because eh. like I had a fine time with it. It was just it wasn't enough. I was like. This isn't a really solid experience, but there's like tens that I could be playing right now that I am more interested in at the moment. Right. So yeah, if yeah. it didn't click, I, I was fine dropping it like a hot rock. Because Days Gone, I'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm trying to think. No, because no, I infamously said like when I was done with it, like this is a flat 80. Like this is a flat 8 out of 10, at least for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if that still stands because there's sometimes where I'll just be sitting here and like someone – We'll be playing through dreams. No, not dreams. Playing through Days Gone and talking about it on their Twitter, and it's like, man, kind of miss it. I don't know. There's there's some about the way that game felt mm-hmm. that I was with it, but yeah, sad to see it wasn't for you. Hate to see it. Yeah. Do you think you would come back to it, or that was like probably not. not. Yeah. Like, Maybe if there's a really like dry spell, but that's that's it. Yeah. Um, right. continuing last week's discussion, um, we did our hype. And our worried picks for Q1 2020 releases, my hype was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake earlier this week got pushed back a month to Mm -hmm. April 10th, the day after my birthday. Close enough, man. There you go. So Thursday night after I turned 23, just rolling straight into Final Fantasy VII. Wait, you're you're older than me? Yeah, right. It's weird. Wow. What? So, what? I want to throw this question to you, though. <laughs> Go ahead. Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was that demo date that leaked. That the demo was coming March 3rd, the day the game was coming out. And we were mm-hmm. like, that's strange. Do you think when that leak happened, they knew the game was getting delayed, and then they have a demo ready to go on the original release date instead? You did pose this question to me pre-show. And I think that makes a lot of sense, actually. But but what still doesn't add up to me is that, like, I mean, I don't know. You know, I've never put anything up on the PSN. So I'm not sure, uh, you know, what the whole protocol is for that standpoint to have assets sent to Sony to publish on PSN or however that goes. But the artwork published on the 24th of December. So, like, would they need to have those assets up, like, three months in advance for a demo, you know? Or probably like that's the i guess that's my biggest question because like it seemed like when like someone pointed out like hey man like why would they have the demo up like three months before it's alleged to be launched like could it be sooner than march 3rd or is march 3rd the date i mean i don't know i really don't um because i didn't really dive into that too much because i didn't want to expose myself to other things that may have been in that leak right yeah yeah but it doesn't seem like the needle has moved at all as far as a different date for the demo besides march 3rd but uh writing down the fact that it did get delayed made me realize that hey maybe there's something there i think that yeah i mean i think that makes sense on paper like like if yeah yeah it to be like hey you know the game didn't didn't launch on this day but here's a demo you know see all right you know yeah See y'all next month. So I'm going to wind down the the patch notes discussion or the patch notes music now because this next patch note can also bleed into what we're playing. Mm. Because Kevin. I did. 
Sorry, last week, indeed. <laughs> I don't know why I said I did. <laughs> like so. Last week we talked about Pokemon. We did. Uh, you've never played a Pokemon game, and yeah. you were interested by what my description of Mystery Dungeon sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. So you checked out the demo. I did, indeed, indeed. So what do you think about it? So so um uh you like you said before uh you start off the demo with the quiz and everything. Um, I did the quiz and I got Mudkip. I don't mm. know if, uh, I think I posted a screenshot of me finishing the demo on Twitter. Yes. And, and Mudkip was there. So I'm like, oh man, I kind of gave it away. But if you Mudkip did it, yeah. Is a good Pokemon. It's good. Okay. My cousin was telling me it was in the mid section. Like it wasn't really anything crazy, but it wasn't the worst that you could have gotten. So. All right, did he like Torchic in that generation then or something? I don't know. I don't know. All right, because <laughs> Mudkip gets a ton of crap, okay? Okay, so... He gets a ton of crap because okay. he has like a darpy little face, but he's way cooler than this fire chicken thing <laughs> that they put in, in Gen 3 because you're familiar with the concept of starter Pokemon. Uh-huh. Uh, every generation is a fire, water, grass starter you get to pick. Right, right. The third generation of Pokemon, it was Mudkip for water, Torchic for fire, and Trico for grass. Interesting. Okay. All three of them are in here. Mudkip gets a lot of slander. I really like Mudkip. He wasn't my oh. first choice, but uh, in the remake of that gen, I went to Mudkip, and I like him a lot. Gotcha. Now, I do have a side question. Did you also play the demo? I did. Okay, what Pokemon did you get? I got Cubone. Cubone, okay. So, yes. you know how you pick your partner? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I named my partner Chun. You know what I'm saying? Because why not? You know what I'm saying? I was that like, well, why good. not? Why not have Christian along with me? You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. Uh, I like but that. but I made you Pikachu because I didn't. Because <laughs> like I recorded the walkthrough uh, of yeah. me of me going through this. Hopefully you will see this on this channel, guys. I'm gonna try and edit it. Just my computer's been having a hard time editing the footage. Mm-hmm. But regardless, um, I made you Pikachu. I am wearing a yellow sweater right now. Hey. There we go. Mm. So there's that. You are Chun. You know what I'm saying? But um, I am Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh my God. Pikachu. But um, wait, crap. What was I saying? So you, you oh, gave me Pikachu. That's what yeah, saying. yeah. I gave you Pikachu, and I was trying to name the the other Pokemon that I knew. I recognized like two of them, but I didn't know the overwhelming majority of them. Like I did not know. A lot. Yeah. I'm like, man, yikes. So uh, we go in, and um, the the premise is pretty. So like, you're you're, I guess, like you know, helping out other Pokemon in need. But I guess I start off as a human, but I get turned into a Mudkip, and that's a whole separate storyline. Then so we think. Yeah, and I guess there's this ongoing thread of like I keep hearing voices. I'm not sure if that was in the original game or like. In it this, was. You th- it in was the original bad. game, from what I played, it was like, hey, I'm a human in a Pokemon's body, yeah. and then I have dreams. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But talking from, like, a gameplay perspective, I mean, it was it was a lot straightforward than I thought it was. Because, like, I've always kind of had a little bit of hesitation just because, um, you know, it's I, – I, I, like, assumed there would be, like, a lot to learn and a lot of different language to, you know, just – 
next to any major established game like if you're trying to jump into destiny like there's a lot to learn destiny so i just figured oh, yeah. like you know pokemon was going to be a little bit similar in terms of like learning the whole rigmarole and vocabulary of the world um but i found it to be not that bad you know i found it to be pretty straightforward um mm-hmm. i'm just with my homie chun pikachu and we're out here rescuing other uh other pokemon in need you know yeah. Um, so as far cool. as the standard gameplay goes, it's um like we talked about last week. It's uh, randomly generated dungeon floors that you progress through to get your goal. Uh, there's enemies in there you encounter in a slightly turn-based system. It's more active than non. Yeah. Um, yeah. but what do you think about like the structure of it all? Because you do like some dungeon crawlers, I know. Yeah, yeah. I I I like the the fact that not like every level is like the exact same thing you know what i'm saying like there's been you know like there's a lot of games that suffer from like having ha- having to have you go back into a place that you've already been to and it feels so samey you know um yeah but this one i, I like the variety of the different uh different areas that you could go to and i even liked honestly oddly enough i i kind of dug the battle system like i liked how like i could choose you know which 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 like move to use and like i know that, that sounds kind of dumb coming coming from a gamer but like i typically don't go into turn-based combat you know what I'm saying? right That's usually never been my thing but um maybe like you said how like this one isn't really that hardcore of a turn-based one and it's pretty quick in the turn rotations and it's a little bit more active than the average turn-based one but i found it pretty fun i found it nice i kept using um what was it? Uh, I think Water Gun was one of my Water abilities. Water Gun, yep, solid choice. Mud, mud Slap was doing a little bit of mud damage. Mud Slap's good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so. But um, uh, it was good. It, actually, yeah, it's interesting. I actually enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting it nice. that you came at it with the approach of thinking it was going to be complex. Cause, like, I really thought it wasn't going to be like something yeah. super daunting. It's, like, it's, it's really funny because like, with almost everything in Pokemon, if you slap polka in front of any word that's the term for that world hmm. like like pokemart pokemon center <laughs> Pokemart. Um, i don't know the f- actual name for currency but i've always called it polka dollars <laughs> like hmm, it just makes sense that way right, like right. there's a pokemon fever in that world so like everything kind of works that way hmm. and as far as being like lost it's funny because a lot of people consider Pokemon to be baby's first RPG. Oh. As far huh. as being an introduction to this kind of genre. Huh. Um, I see. And while I definitely think they're easy and accessible, I do think that, like, there's an intimidation factor, I guess, that comes from not knowing much about the series because yeah. it is so large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I'm glad you enjoyed this little spinoff. Did you play the whole demo, or did you I just did. like? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I think you get. I'm trying to remember. So you rescue one that you I think do something else. And then you go into the town, do a little. Yeah, dude, that town. town is nice. It is nice. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. Like, it's wait, good like, vibes. I'm like, yo, this is. I I felt a little bit of like Animal Crossing type, you know. Okay. Vibes to I can it, see that. To a to a to a degree of like me being able to just like walk around talk to the random pokemon you know um and then mm-hmm. uh you keep going there's the bulletin next to the um oh my gosh the big pelican 
Yeah, it's a I, Pelipper post office. Pelipper, yeah. I know it's close to that. Yeah, yeah, that. So I got three jobs uh, from the bulletin board. I went back, fell asleep, heard voices again. Then I went back and did all three of the jobs and like one fail swoop, like didn't even have to leave, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. And then I, th- I think the demo ended right there. But I think you can still roam around the town if you want to. And I don't know if the demo lets you replay any of the jobs that you did or, like, the bulletin board just keeps updating. But mm-hmm. I haven't touched it since. But I was like, man, like, I kind of – I was I was, I was, was down to play more, you know? So maybe awesome. maybe I get Mystery Dungeon. I don't know. I know you kept linking me links to Sword and Shield. Uh, yeah, I did see it was on sale in a few spots, and those that doesn't happen often. <laughs> is that next, but, though? Do I try Sword? It's a big well, question, you know? Regardless if it's next for you or not, mm. it's next on the docket. Because after our conversation last <laughs> week and after um, that Direct and the DLC, which I was pretty excited for. Mm-hmm. I mentioned last week I didn't finish S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I hopped back in, did Jim 7, did Jim 8, did the entire story finale and then the championship battle. And I'm now in the post game for Pokemon S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Did you like the and, journey overall, like, going from your first playthrough? Yeah, I, I still have my hang-ups on it that mostly reign true from where I stood last week. Okay. Um, awesome. I do think... I think I was a little harsh on their ambition um, because I do think at the end of it all, I think it comes together in a good way, and I like the finale and the championship battle at the end a lot. Um, because no other Pokemon game has done something on that scale. Right. Even though it's basically, like, the final challenge from the other games with a different skin over it, I think the context goes a long way for me of, um, as far as making you feel like you've been in this legit league that's a sport for this region, and they treat it like the World Cup, pretty much. Okay, I see. It's really cool. Okay, so... It's very different. That's kind of, like, the context to... Pokemon Sword and Shield? Yeah, okay. because the like there's a Pokemon League in every game for the most part. It's There's eight gyms, and then there's the Elite Four, and then you get through them, and then you face the champion. In this, okay. it was eight gyms, and then a bracket where you like fought other gym challengers who were your rivals throughout the game. You got through them, and then you fought uh, some of the gym leaders you already fought throughout the game in a second bracket to get to the finals and then you faced off against the champion after the big story conclusion hmm. so hmm. it was woven together nicely interesting do you do you feel like um this one overall like after seeing it all the way through i know you didn't get too deep in the post game as far as i'm aware but uh just the the core story uh or the core meat of the game do you feel like it stacks up pretty nicely with the other pokemons that have been before it like, or do you feel like it's a bit underwhelming or? I think they're going for something different. And I think that w- from what I've experienced so far in my time, not dedicated to the main campaign, I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent probably like two to three hours today roaming around. Um, I only started the post game maybe in the last hour right. of that playtime, but um. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's uh, going to be a living world for them, as evidenced by the DLC announcement. So I'm excited to train up a team come time for the DLC and then carry on the adventure through those new islands. I see. I see. Very nice. Very nice. 
So, question for you. Mm -hmm. After your positive experience, I'd say, with Mystery Dungeon. Right. Do you think that the demo swayed you one way or the other as far as your interest level on the series and these two titles right now? Definitely a little bit more. It's just more of like, man, okay, like, do I want to pick up where I left off on Mystery Dungeon when that comes out? Or do I want to dip my toes in like a full in a full Pokemon? You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's that's the main thing I'm trying to But I am definitely more interested after being like, Oh man, like I actually like really enjoyed this. Not that I thought I wasn't going to, but I I could have not enjoyed it. I don't know, you know, but I was like, No, like that was actually honestly pretty fun. It it re it remi- like playing that demo in my bed felt very much like the days when I was younger playing uh Animal Crossing on my DS, you know, it wasn't yeah. like it was just something that was like satisfying. Like there's Comforting. a lot of like, yeah, like it was like comfort food, like a lot of like satisfaction uh, things going on from from moment to moment in the game. You know, that I was like, mm-hmm. OK, like this is, you know, I could I'll, I'm on my way, man. Yeah. So we will I'll, check in on you next week and see if you cave. <laughs> I will be the very best. You know what I'm saying? Like there no one ever was mm. Um, mm. to. Or a couple bonus things also, very quick. I can breeze through these. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I finished. Um, she's not in there long, but the Night Sister is probably my favorite character in that game. How do you feel about that uh, That end? You know, I'm sure we will, I think, keep I it I saw vague. it coming. Oh, really? Yeah. I also got that part of it spoiled. Yeah, that was but... a big thing that I was talking about that I got spoiled at Thanksgiving dinner. I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me, bro? So. <laughs> Oh, so Where we bad. leave off though with that crew, that's what I'm saying, dude. I would like a sequel. I would love a sequel because that and that to me felt very much like Guardians One. Like, all right, like this okay. is it. Like, let's see Guardians Two and see how they all, you know, mesh together. Yeah, definitely. I, like I said, I love the Night Sister. She is introduced in like the last probably like two hours of that game. Yeah, I wish. It was so I'd that. love to see her get fleshed out. Maybe she becomes like a uh, a jedi trainee or something Mm -hmm. uh maybe two campaigns one for cal one for her or something like that that'd be awesome yeah so big fan of that um and grease money baby yeah that entire uh, crew i really love same i like them all a lot big fan yeah there was a rough few hours towards like the beginning half of the game for me but like everything after the second trip to kashyyyk loved it yeah, yeah. No, so. I honestly have the same thing. Like, I haven't. I I don't think I've talked about about Fallen Order that much on other stuff. But I show the same thing. Where like the first like few hours, I'm like, man, like I feel like this is all cool because like obviously I love Star Wars, so like I feel like I should be a lot more excited than I am right now. Playing yeah, it, I was in the same know? spot. I was like, oof. Like I feel like, mm, but it was um, it was a certain set piece before you fight. I think the second sister. On Kashyyyk? It was that whole, okay. like, set piece. As oh, you're yeah. Going. That, that's where it clicked for me, too. I was tree. like, this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, that this is some good Star Wars stuff right here. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Give me Avatar vibes, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. I also started A Link to the Past for Master Quest because I've never played it before. Mm. Playing through it with DJ Gillard fellow kind of funny best friend and co-host of the show nice nice is uh is it on switch i guess playing on switch? it's on the super nintendo classics on the switch okay are you playing on the classic or are you playing on switch 
Oh, 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 or like sorry. The, the library on the Switch. Right, okay, follow you, follow you. Okay, I see. Yeah, I so see. I put about an hour and a half into that. I talked about it on the show, which is live now on the channel and podcast services. There you go, check it out. And the day of recording this, it's the final day of the holiday sale. I was feeling nostalgic. I realized that my Q1 is kind of light now, so 12 bucks. I picked up the Ezio collection. Mmm, I see Because that. there was a point in time where Assassin's Creed was, like, probably my favorite franchise. And I'm excited to revisit those. So, This week, we uh, talked a little bit about Ragnarok on Save Slot. Ooh, okay. And I'm excited some, for it. I don't know if you read over the details. I don't want to spoil it for you, but some of the, the details in there... I'm mm-hmm. really, I'm really excited. It's like, man, like, do I go back and like chip away a little bit more at Odyssey? Because I kind of want to. I don't know, but mm-hmm. so wait, the Ezio collection. What? That's that. That's Assassin's Creed one, two, and three, or just one, two? It's two, three. Uh, no, it's two Brotherhood and Revelations. I see. Very, very so, good. two and Revelations are tens. Or sorry, no, two and Brotherhood are tens. Revelations like an eight. Nice. So nice. Worth it. But uh, you have one more thing on the docket to give a rundown real quick. The Darwin Project. What is this? I can, Wow. I completely forgot about that. So I just started <laughs> playing it, right? So I'm only yes. – I only had like half an hour of uh, of time in it. It's a battle royale. I got a W, so love to see it. But mm-hmm. it is a 10-person battle royale where the okay. 11th person – I didn't get to play any gameplay from the 11th person's perspective and what they're doing. So I could be completely wrong on this, but I think that the 11th person is in charge of like – so the overall map is is broken up kind of like a octagon. And within it, there's like eight other smaller octagons that make the shape of one big one, if you can imagine that, right? I can. So over the course of the match, each quadrant one by one, by one starts becoming inhabitable. So you can't obviously go in there. So it gives up the effect of like the storm in other battle royales being smaller and smaller and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the eleventh person controls which zones go out. I think that's what he's doing. I think. So I think maybe uh, I think maybe like he can see how many kills or like how active an area is, and then he can have that be the next one. I think. All right. But I'm not sure. What are you playing this on? PS4, yeah. It's on PS4. And is this like an early access thing? Is it free to play? Is it out? It's free to play. It's out. Um, so I'm on the Wikipedia I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. It came on the PS4 this week on January 14th. Uh, but it looks like it's been on Steam Early Access and and Xbox Game Preview since March 9th, 2018. So this game has been out there. I just haven't heard of it. And I know you said you haven't heard of it either. Um mm-hmm. I certainly haven't. It run it runs Unreal by Scavenger uh, Scavengers Studio, um, okay. and so it looks like right now with at least the version on PS4, there's three different classes, and so it, I guess it's it reminded me of like a of like a of like a hero shooter first person battle royale though, is like how I kind of would describe it. But uh, it's funny because that's how I would describe Apex. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's interesting about this game that I found is that, like, there are certain – I forgot the terms, but there's, like, these pods that you get throughout the map, and you have to get enough of them to be able to use your special abilities. So you do get one off the bat when you go into the game. So mine, I did more of, like, a mobile type of hero 
Uh, so he mm-hmm. can um, hover and use like his jetpack a lot, and I can get the upper hand on people. Um, but I have my two, I guess, ultimates, if you want to call it that. But I have to get these little packs to charge it. But then once you get enough packs to charge it, like I think one of them is like 150, and the other one is I think 250. Um, but once you get enough of those, you have it for the whole game. So it's just a matter of you building up to fight other people. So there's a really, really, you know, uh, just more like scavenger-esque first half of the game where you're doing just building and you're getting bows and stuff like that. You're getting arrows. Uh, there's also a system that the other uh, BR game that's free on PSN, it's called, oh, I made a video about it. Some like uh, the, the oh, I forgot what it's called, but you play as a wolf. It's it's like kind of weird, but. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. The evil something, I think. Evil something. It's something like that. I forgot what it's called. But nonetheless, um, there's a system in this game that has that other one as well where you you like have to fight off being uh, too cold. So you have to start fires and stuff like that to keep yourself warm. Um, gotcha. And you always have an axe to be able to swing and stuff like that. But um, I found it, like, pretty fun. I think, like, the the way, like, combat felt, especially between two people, like, it didn't feel, like, as janky as you would imagine a BR that's never been heard of, that's not by any big studio, you know, would, would, okay. would yeah. be like. But it honestly felt pretty – it felt it felt fluid. You know, like, I definitely want to play a little bit more. I definitely can play tonight a little bit for sure. But um, I think it's worth a shot. I think it's worth okay. a try. Um, and there's also like a really cool thing where just probably like the last thing I bring up where you do have to chop down wood from trees to be able to make arrows or make a fire and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you come across a stub, which is where like another player already hit that tree and got its wood, uh, you can hold square on that and it'll tell you for 10 seconds where the player went after they cut it down. So, so it sounds like it's more like you were saying survival based and like yeah, tracking and definitely yeah like, more intimate because of the player size. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like that. So and those, do you think that as a hook is enough to keep you playing? I don't look. I mean, I don't look at me playing. I don't know how long, but I do want to because there's certain like there is a ranking system where I think I'll be able to get more and different abilities that I can choose for my class uh, once mm-hmm. I rank it up. So I do kind of want to see that, but. And it oh also like another thing I'll bring up is that I got into matches really really quickly in this game. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean that makes sense. You know, it's a brand new launch. Yeah, and like uh, a small player pool. Yeah, probably that. But like it felt almost like crossplay. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not sure if there's crossplay on it, but like mm-hmm. I was the the time from you like dying in the game to starting a new one. Very, very short amount of time, and I did, did like, like that fast-paced. Overall, like, the game is really, really fast-paced, even from, like, in terms of, like, going from match to match and in the match. It's 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 very, very fast, but, like, it's fun. I really liked cool. it. I liked it. So I would I would implore I would you all to it. check it out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The Darwin Project. Darwin Project. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into news, there's pretty much, like, one story that's relevant and one fun thing to go through. First off, we're bringing back, bringing back Arkham Watch. Mm. Your favorite uh, show This week show. on Arkham Watch, 
the Mass Effect trilogy was remastered, or the remaster of Mass Effect trilogy was teased by EA on Twitter, apparently. Um, they tweeted out a two-minute video with a track from Mass Effect, and they were talking about, like, the history of humanity, and then they showed an image of the poster for the original Mass Effect. And they used the hashtag, hashtag Mass Relays, which are those giant space stations in the series. I didn't know that. So, okay. hmm. um, people ran with that. People were like, hey, is EA teasing a Mass Effect remaster? And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because somebody on some podcast or in some forum, I think, recently I was reading, brought up the fact that EA has, like, one game announced for this year, and it's, uh, like, FIFA. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because they're, they, Battlefield is uh, Q1 of 2021. Uh-huh. And Apex um, is already out. Yeah, and they're bringing updates to Apex and Anthem, but, like, no new games announced. That's a really good point. That's a, Could they have a Mass Effect trilogy for next gen? Could, they could have it for this gen. They could have it as cross gen. Yeah, Don't know. It could be. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's rumors that there's a Star Wars game coming soon that's supposed to kick off the new films. So maybe that's this year. But uh, that concludes Arkham Watch 2020 for this week. So it's time to talk about like legit news. <laughs> Let's this go. morning, Thursday morning, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, I woke up early for this. Oh, so you did wake up early. Okay. That's I did. To ask. Okay, I see. Uh, if Nintendo is doing something, I'm going to watch it in the morning. Okay? <laughs> I, I will you. watch it live. I feel you. I feel you. Be- so, because this morning, uh, Sakurai, the developer, the creator, the guy behind Smash Bros., gave a presentation revealing the fifth and final character for the fighter pass for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, the deadline to release this, the self-imposed deadline since uh, last January, was to have all five fighters from the past released by February 2020. And they're going to hit it. Yeah. They did it. Uh, Fighter 5 is male and female Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses, my game of the year for last year. Mm. Mm. And I'm excited. So... Like okay, I mean, uh, so you you were pleased with with the fight because I I know because yes. I <laughs> I was looking on trends right and I saw that yeah. you know uh, you know Nintendo announces the fifth Smash character for Fire Pass whatever and um, it was Byleth you know mm-hmm. I I've never heard of this uh, character you know I've never played yeah. a Fire Emblem game so I was like oh okay cool whatever and then under it, I saw like Ho was mad. Uh, from the video game section of Twitter, so I was like, "Huh." I saw Seems like a lot another of people... <laughs> FE trending. Um, in the reveal trailer, yeah, uh, the character Sothis, who is sort of like your spiritual guide in Fire Emblem, uh huh, makes a joke of another sword fighter because that's like the big complaint with Smash Bros. is like they always add more sword people. Yeah, yeah, and Sakurai loves Fire Emblem, so, like, I had a feeling we were gonna get a Fire Emblem character for this one at some point. Um, I was hoping it was gonna be Edelgard, because she has an axe, and she is one of the three leaders for one of the three houses in the game. 
Right. Um, but Byleth is implementing her weapon as well as the weapons of the other two house leaders that you could choose which one you wanted to follow in the game. But it looks like a solid character. It's coming later this month, I believe January 28th. And um, that concludes the first fighter pass for Smash Bros. There you go. So, so wait, um, do you know off top of head, like, what was the first fighter pass, all the characters that came with it? Yes, it was Joker from Persona 5. Gotcha. Uh, the hero from Dragon Quest Eleven, Banjo-Kazooie, Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then now we have Byleth from Three Houses. There you go. So four third-party characters and then a Nintendo character. Right, right. I see, I see. I did so, like... Like you said... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, like, I... So I watched the full direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait. Well, was it direct? Whatever. Um, but I did like the Mii Fighter costumes. Those look pretty cool. Yes. Those were cool. Before we dive into those, you said you have no reference on Fire Emblem. Have you been playing a lot of Smash recently? Me? No. I mean, I I played... Last time I played, it was my last day of class. Uh, mm-hmm. I brought out my Switch because someone was like, yo, do you have a Switch? I'm like, yeah, let's bring it in. Last day, we'll play some Smash Lever. So that was the last time I played it. Um, and Smash Ultimate is the first Smash I've ever played. My right. quote-unquote main uh, is Adult Link. I definitely okay. like his moveset. Big, big fan of him, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But I pretty much only have... Other than like the star characters that you play when you first start the game, uh, pretty much stick with Link, you know, adult Link, yeah. and yeah. I mean, I've I've won here and there. I don't consider myself good. I know there's a lot of verbiage of like there's you know a and and up and like what is it like side B, up smash side, special, side A up smash down smash yeah 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 all that so, so not I think I'm pulling them off in games. I don't know. I think, but um, I just see it as like a as like a fun like party fighting game you know like i don't yeah. i don't not that like i'm trying to like disrespect smash you know what i'm saying but yeah, um, i mean like sakurai even in the thing was like i don't even consider this a fighting game but the world does so there we go yeah 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 i remember so, that yeah. he's the creator so fair uh you did mention though me costumes we got me costumes coming for Mega Man x megaman.exe from battle network shout out to that uh the rabbits altair from assassin's creed that looked cool yeah and cuphead so cuphead is coming to smash similar to how sans from undertale did um it's a costume but it doesn't look like a me Mm -hmm. right so so like is that just like like does does this so do those variations of like those me characters that don't look like a me wearing the costume but they actually like are a little bit more closer to that character um, do they have different move sets, or is it just the same move sets as the me? Because I did see like the Cuphead uh, so, costume was able to like shoot from the finger, like yeah. In the so game. the me fighters are customizable with their move sets. I see. Okay. But there's a sword fighter, a brawler, and a gunner. Ah. And within those classes, you can pick what your attacks are from a list. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So. I see. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's the news on Smash. There is a second Fighter Pass that was announced that is going to include six characters Mm -hmm. instead of five. And the deadline for that one to be done by is December of 2021. You're going to have six more things just like this during the next two years. Across the next two years, yeah. Wow. Smash is just getting started. 
So, do you think they'll do three and three? Like, do you think I, we'll, I do. Like, we'll get a fire, like, let's say, I don't know, like, March, April, and then maybe, like, September, October, and then one for Game Awards? Like, do you think they will ever have, like, a massive Game Awards thing like they did for Joker? Because Joker for Smash, that, w- like, I... That was crazy. Never yeah. played Persona, but I could feel, like, that hype was insane. Like, people yeah. were going crazy, you know? Do you I, think I, we'll <laughs> ever get that moment again, you know? I think we will because I think this past year they were pretty consistent with Smash releases for characters, but that was five characters across one year, pretty much. Yeah. Now we're getting six characters across two years, so I feel like the announcements are going to sneak up on us more. Like, we're not going to be expecting them. Right. Okay. You know? I see, I see. Because they can definitely spread them out more now. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think that is going to be a factor in the hype and the presentation of it all. Mm Mm-hmm. And then For sure. I just got one more question about about Smash, right? So, you know, Smash Ultimate, right? Do you think, like, we won't get another new Smash game for a while? You know, at, like, how they've been, I I think, the most supported Smash as, as of, like, I mean, to date? Like, I don't remember any Smash game, like, being, like, this heavily supported and, like, this, yeah. this much DLC, like, this much hype into it, you know, over this long they of a time, you know? Like, they started doing DLC on the Wii U, so the last Smash game is when they implemented DLC. But before the former president of Nintendo, Satoru Iwata, passed away, mm-hmm. uh, he was very good friends with Sakurai, and Sakurai said that Iwata's final mission to him was to make the ultimate Smash Bros. game. Wow. So that's why he's like super committed to making oh. this the best Smash game. That's deep. Wow yeah damn so I, I think it's gonna be a, a while before we get yeah smash six uh, I, I didn't know that wow hmm. yeah shout out so, shout out to him. i i think this is getting into a completely different conversation but like i think switch 2 is probably the next console and i think that will have ultimate and maybe another fighter pass with it mm. so i i think it's gonna be a long time before full, we get a full-blown smash yeah, follow-up like, yeah i see i see yeah interesting um nintendo did sneak another announcement in today under the noses of almost everyone mm. i didn't hear about this so i'm reading this right now I didn't. so speaking of expansions fire emblem three houses had an expansion pass for 25 bucks um since launch it's added some like new costumes new side missions a few new activities around your the monastery which is where you hang your hat when you're not doing missions so there's a story expansion coming February 13th. It is introducing a fourth house to Fire Emblem Three Houses. Are they changing um, the name of the game though? Is it No. <laughs> it's you know how Destiny like updates the the little icon yeah. on the PS4? Yeah. With like, oh now the moon is here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's something like that, but I don't th- yeah, they're not gonna rename it. Now the moon is here. <laughs> the latest Destiny. <laughs> that was the expansion. name of that expansion, right? <laughs> yep. Now the moon is here. <laughs> um, so I pulled a quote from Eurogamers right up on the DLC to just sort of give, give some reference for the listeners. Um, the new house is named the Ashen Wolves. The group is described as a house, quote, in name only. More of a collective group of students without a leader, which is where you come in as the professor of the academy. The new content is a, quote, side story 
which is presumably going to be in the current playthrough or a New Game Plus playthrough rather than a separate thing you can access from the main menu. Hmm. Um, no word on if this is going to give you an additional ending yet or what, but this is included in the $25 expansion pass from a quick eShop scan. This is the only way to buy it. Hmm. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I Like I said, it was my goatee last year. It was. It was. There's four different endings. I got one of them, so I'm excited to go and pledge allegiance to a different house and see how the story shakes out that way. So. Right. Right. I'm looking forward to this. I see. I see. So, so you come in as the professor of these uh, of these grumpy students. Yeah. So There's... the entire setup of three houses, on like very briefly, is like you're a, you're a mercenary, and your dad used to work for this monastery. He was a knight. He ends up getting pulled back into it. He brings you along, and then the people who run the monastery are like, "Hey, you're a talented kid. Why don't you teach this new class of students? We need a third professor." And you mm-hmm. get to pick which house you want to teach. Those are your units for your battles, and you train them, you get them proficient in different classes, and then you bring them into battles for missions, and then the story goes from there. Hmm. Hmm. So interesting. It's a very solid RPG. I see. I see. Can highly recommend it. But uh, I know you're not super big into Fire Emblem, but uh, we're, we're we're taking our time. We're getting you into Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, we're getting you into Dragon Ball and anime. <laughs> we got we got my hero going. We got Pokemon going. Maybe uh uh. Dragon Ball, and when I yeah. complete other side note, complete other side note, um, I was telling I was telling my Lord brother how uh, you were wanting to get me in the Dragon Ball, right? So he asked me what, which Dragon Ball, and I was like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I, I don't know what what do you mean? What diff? Like how? I, so there's 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 different Dragon Ball series or, or something. You know how there's, like, the last airbender and then the Legend of Korra? Yes. It's like that. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so like, kind of different eras, I guess one could phrase it, I guess? Yeah. There's original Dragon Ball, which is Goku as a kid. Dragon Ball Z, which is Goku as an adult. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, which is a follow-up to Dragon Ball Z. That's pretty much how it is. Okay. So. Interesting. Interesting. But, um. Here we go. Yeah, so that's the little wrap-up for Fire Emblem. I know there's some people out there that are happy, like myself, but um, there's uh, six more characters, you know? I saw so much backlash, I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, because the main rumor I think I kept seeing was um, Dante, right? Yeah, I saw Dante everywhere. Yeah, Dante was... Okay, now, I don't mean the, you know, get you, get you too hype, you know, but... What are the odds that one of these six next ones in the Fire Pass 2 for Smash is Sora? Until we get Fighter 6, it's a 100% chance. <laughs> okay, so you're like 100% one of these six is going to be Sora. Yes, until I can see that I'm wrong, 100% chance it's him. Because I don't think, you know, just me, I wouldn't call myself at all in the Smash community, but just overlooking, you know, over yonder just peeking in you know what i'm saying uh like i'm home for improvement the neighbor look you, you know i'm just i'm just scoping out right yeah i feel like if they were gonna do another game awards announcement the character to do it would be sora like that would that would yes. that would blow up everything like people would be insane people would be screaming i think i think that's the only character that can do it to the to the level of joker and honestly i didn't even know joker had that much 
uh, you know, gravitas, if you will. Uh, sure, yeah. But before it, so I mean, it could. Be, I mean, I just like. Do you think like someone else could potentially do it, or is Sora the one? I th- okay. Here, here's the deal with Game Awards. Okay. They should only do Sora at the Game Awards right. if they can get Mickey to be in that reveal trailer. Oof. Okay. Because I'm betting that Sora in Smash is going to be scrubbed clean of any reference to Disney. No keychains, no little patterns on the shirt, nothing. Interesting. So if they can get Mickey, at least in the trailer, then yes. That's hype. Oh, if man. not, oh, man. I think they could easily get a reaction even bigger than joker if it's master chief oh which i definitely also think is coming based on rumors and speculation from insiders about the chief collection and stuff like that but switch is gonna have an exciting 2020 100 100 because it was also the best-selling hardware of december 2019 according to the us npd group Mm. Would you look at that? All these people buying the now, you know we, the Switch has sold I think the most hardware in like it's it's been a few months right since since it's had this position I think like like the most selling hardware in a given month, uh in terms of game consoles I think it's been up there for a few months. Switch has been selling very well. It's very fast. It's yeah. outpacing a lot of other consoles. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If what are your thoughts on the Switch Pro? Hypothetically. I don't want it. You don't want it? No. Like, and I honestly, I think it's not gonna happen. In my head, like, my knee-jerk reaction is that I want it, but then, like, when I really think about it, you know, it's like, do I? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm pretty happy with my Switch. You know, I, I know... Yeah, like... I know yours keeps, you know, going mute every other week, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, like... A bunch of people's different Joy Cons have been, you know, in and out, you know. But overall, I mean, I, I'm I'm really happy with with my Switch. You know, I, I don't really. Yeah. You know, I could eat my words, but to me, it just feels non Nintendo. Mm. Um, I know they did do the new 3DS, which had a slight hardware bump, and there were a couple exclusive games that you could only play on that version of the 3DS. Right. And people always bring up like, oh, Nintendo iterates on their hardware constantly, and they do. But we got that iteration, and it makes sense that it's the light because they always succeeded super well in handheld. Yeah. And when it comes to making, like, a big, beefy, powerful machine, they always lose money on it. So I just don't see it happening, personally. I Now, when I was pondering that, I did have a thought, right? What if they not come out with a Switch Pro, but a Dock Pro, right? If it's like, possible, I could see that. Yeah. What if it's like, hey, you can still use your Switch, but in docked mode, this new dock has a has a boosted GPU or like boosted whatever, you know, it can do to make it on TV mode look mm-hmm. this much better. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm no tech expert. Yeah. yeah. But if it's possible, I think that's the more likely route. And, and I think that would sell me more than getting a whole new Switch. Honestly, yeah, I think yeah. if you like if there was some updated dock, maybe like, I don't know, it, it has some lights in it that are new, whatever, like some some sort of newness to make it uh, run switch games better. I think that would sell me better, you know? Yeah. But that was just a thought. Yeah. OK, 
Well, I have a little fun game to play mm. via the NPD group. Uh, and if you're not familiar, the NPD group reports software and hardware sales in North America uh, once a month. If you are interested in the sales side of games or statistics about the games industry, what sells, what's doing hot, what's not doing well, mm-hmm. records being shattered, I recommend you follow at Matt Piscatella on Twitter. That is Matt with one T and then P-I-S-C-A-T-E-L-L-A. I love this guy. He's a good, 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 good source for stuff. Yes, very yeah, good resource. Good follow. Likes baseball. Good guy. <laughs> likes baseball. So, Kevin, I want to see if you can guess the top five best-selling games of December 2019. Okay, of December 2019. Okay, so we're talking. Okay, so only in December, the highest-selling. Okay, so you got to. Mm-hmm. Worth noting. Go ahead. That um. this is... Nintendo does not report digital sales. Okay. They only report physical where Xbox, PlayStation, PCs, they report digital. Hmm. So keep that in mind. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, Okay, so top three of December. I feel like Fallen Order had to have gone up there, I think. Fallen Order is number two. Okay, there we go. All right. Okay, so number two. Damn. I was kind of thinking that was number one, but okay. So we got one and three. (laughs) Um, of December 2019. Because think it's like, it's Christmas, people are getting gift cards, yeah, Monica, yeah. it's the holidays, so, maybe yeah. birthdays. I'm like trying to think more in terms of like gifting and like what was, like what would like a parent, like what what would a mom or dad go in to buy little Jimmy, you know? Um, Three of the remaining top five fit that des- descriptive sentence perfectly. Okay. Hmm. I think Modern Warfare has a decent shot. Modern Warfare is number one. Okay, there we go. All right, so what's the third? Okay, Kevin, come on, man. Look, you're two for two, Kevin. You got this. Okay. Huh. Something. Okay, I know Mario Kart is not. I feel, yeah, that one's not. Okay, yep. Yeah, Mario Kart isn't it. But is Smash it? No, it is not. Smash is number eight. Smash is number eight, huh? And Mario Kart is number seven. Number seven, okay. So Fallen Order is two. First is Modern Warfare. What? What? What could be three that came out? There's two more games left in here that have that mass appeal you were talking about, and then there is one Nintendo game. Okay, there's only one Nintendo game. Yes. It's oh oh my god um either Sword or Shield is is number three right. Sword is number six and shield is number nine. You're joking. It's not number three. <laughs> oh man. No. Is it there's no way it's Link's Awakening. I feel like no way. Um Link's Awakening is number seventeen. Yeah. Of the month. I bet I bet it's on there, but okay. Is the top three would giving the platform give it away or is it a multiplat? Uh out of the three remaining, one is on Switch, two are multiplats. Okay, one is on soap. Damn. What's a Think game? about like the the big franchise for Nintendo. I'm gonna. Why am I not thinking about this, man? I, like the the main staple. When I say Nintendo, who okay, do you picture Mario. Okay, what Mario franchise game came out in the second half of last year? Of 2019. Yes. 
Miami? No, not Miami Maker. No, maybe it's not about him. Maybe he's not in the spotlight. <laughs> so wait, so a game that? Oh, uh, is, okay, this is a long shot. Is it Mario Sonic at the Olympic Games? No, he's not in the spotlight. <laughs> but he's in the spotlight, which he's on the cover. <laughs> no, I'm saying the game. Oh, oh, Mario's saying, not in the spotlight oh, here. I, I thought. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so he's not in the spotlight, but he's in this game. It's a Mario Bros. franchise game. A Mario Bros. franchise game? What does that even mean? Oh, oh, I thought you were thinking of... I was thinking Smash Bros. I'm an idiot. Okay. So, oh, Luigi's Mansion? There you go. There you go. Got it. There you go. At number three? Number five. Number five. Okay. Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Three and five, I'll give you this. They're both sports games. Name the sports. Oh, okay, they name the sports? Just name what sports they are for three and four. Okay, so one of them is probably 2K. The other one's yep. like FIFA or NA- oh, uh, I guess maybe the show. But I'd probably roll FIFA. No. Madden? Yes, there you go. Man. Luigi's so to Mansion 3 took way too long for me. Way too long for me to even think about. Yeah, man, come Jeez, on. Man. The, I basically said it's about his brother. <laughs> I said bros. Okay. He's so not. quickly to recap the the top five, and I'll fill out the I'll fill out the top ten. Uh, Best selling games of 2019 according to the NPD group for December. Uh, number one is Modern Warfare 2019. Number two is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number three is Madden 20. Four is NBA 2K20. Five is Luigi's Mansion 3. Six is Pokemon Sword. Seven is Mario Kart 8. Eight is Smash Ultimate. 9 is Pokemon Shield, 10 is Minecraft, and uh, you try to keep it away, but number 11 is GTA 5. Oh, wait, so. it left the top 10? I, I thought the stat it, was it, like it hasn't ever left the top 10 since it's been released. Or am I tripping? Uh, no, it left the top 10 a while ago. Hmm. I think when Red Dead came out, it lasted like maybe one or two more months for best selling of the month, but uh, yeah, it's not anymore. Hmm. Unless it's like a dry spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, Kevin... Yes, sir. We are approaching our our max time for the show, so we might run a little long today. It's all good. We have yet to get to pots. Pots, 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 pots. But here we are. Here we are. The point of the show this week. <laughs> and now we're in. <laughs> uh, we, we brushed over the theme of it originally at the top of the show when I updated on uh, patch notes. Mm-hmm. First half of 2020 is no longer the first half of 2020. I can't believe it. It was this like shining like castle, and then now it's just not. You know. Yeah. It. it so I, I didn't anticipate this much. I thought one or two, but this is a lot. But go ahead. Yeah. So I kept. Um, I put Final Fantasy VII in patch notes because. Four days ago, that was the big story, you know? Yep. It's like, oh, it got delayed a month. Oh, no. But um, we have bigger fish to fry, as the saying goes right now. Marvel's Avengers. Mm -hmm. The hotly anticipated, kind of controversial Marvel's Avengers delayed to September of 2020. Yep. This was announced the same day as the 7 remake, as these are both published by Square Enix. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Avengers it makes sense, you know. They need some time. I if if I was to delay any of the games coming out in Q1, Q2 of 2020, it would have definitely been Avengers. Um, not mm-hmm. not only because of like overall interest, because I because I will obviously play Avengers, and I'm pretty certain you will as well. Um, oh yeah, but. I feel like that game definitely needed a little more time to cook, you know? Yeah, because even what they've presented, it's still kind of unclear about the direction or... Exactly, yeah. ...goal behind this whole thing, as yeah. opposed, besides just being a service game. Right, right. I agree, I agree. But er- earlier today, we got the news that Cyberpunk 2077, which was coming out April 16th, I want to say... Yes. Has now also right. been delayed to September, September 17th, 2020. Because I put out a tweet, right? And you got to think, right? So if you're at Crystal Dynamics, right? You're talking to Square. I don't know who you talk to about a delay. But, uh, you know, you could say, hey, you know, the the main reason could be, you know, because we wanted to polish the game. Blah, blah, blah. But another side effect of us having to delay or wanting to delay Avengers is that we could get away from the obvious juggernaut of the year, Cyberpunk 2077, right? Like, we could get away from that, have a little space, and give, you know, most importantly, our game enough time to breathe in, like, a September environment, you know? Worth remembering also, um, Avengers, I believe, originally was May 4th. Yeah, um, it was. It was May 4th, yeah. Or at least early May. Uh, it was very close kind of smack dab in the middle between cyberpunk and last of us yeah yeah i think i think because i'm trying avengers they announced that date back at e3 right i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. right? yeah yeah so yep. i bet they were like man we're gonna we have own may yeah like they were and then it was like oh crap last of us got slipped into may and then cyberpunk when they said their date it being in april it's like oof you know pretty close so I imagine in Crystal, they were like, okay, cool, like, you know, let's move us to September and let's breathe there, right? Can you imagine how they must have felt waking up this yeah. morning? Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's man. Rough. That is rough. Yeah, Cyberpunk now in September as well. Man. So, mm. I think both of us agree with the fact that delays don't anger us. Yeah, no. Definitely not angry. I'm I might feel a little disappointment. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Like if they delayed Animal Crossing again, I would probably be sad. I mean, I'm not gaming in March besides Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I think delays are usually good things. If if they feel the need to delay the game, then obviously it will be better for it. Right. In like nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So. I don't want to have a discussion about the disappointment behind that. I want to have a discussion of do you think that both of these games, which are pretty big in scope, right. but just in different areas, like Avengers is obviously chasing destiny and games as a service. So that's a pretty big genre to put, like jump into. Uh-huh. Cyberpunk looks to be a wildly ambitious game. Indeed. Both of these titles are going to be dangerously close to next gen now. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that too. Yeah. So my question is like, does that not matter to them? 
is Xbox right? Because last week we learned that they said they're not going to have any exclusives on next-gen first party for at least the first two years. Mm-hmm. So, are generations dead? Like, am I going to be able to buy uh, Avengers in September and then just pop it in a PS5 if I get one for Christmas and be cool? I mean, according to what the Wired.coms have been saying, and the, Wired, the Wired.com articles, um, you know, those exclusive exposés they get uh you know from playstation they did say in there that every ps4 game will work with the ps5 i don't know if that is digital and the disc or maybe one or the other i assume both if you're going to be as big as saying like all ps4 games will will work with ps5 you know i Mm -hmm. don't think you would just say that and mean only disc or whatever or like vice versa um so as far as like the playstation side i it, from what we have available in terms of info, it seems like you will be able to just buy Avengers or Cyberpunk in September and then pop it in the PS5 when you get it, when you get PS5 in November, we think, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess the same with Xbox, right? I mean, I think that's what they've said. Right? Yeah, because even uh, Halo Infinite, you'll be able to play on your Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. so. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because if Xbox clearly doesn't care enough about like prioritizing people buying the new consoles, do you think the third parties are like following that? Do you think that they have some knowledge about like launching, like feeling comfortable launching this close to next gen? That's what it has to mean, right? Like, I think, I mean, unless it's unless they are just expecting all of us to buy it on ps4 you know or buy it like this gen you know what i'm saying no like i think i i think that makes sense like that like they would have that forethought and have that info to be like hey like you know we can drop our new game really close to next gen because it's gonna be a much more smoother transition than what we've all been used to you know in previous years you know with with as much backwards compatibility at least uh from the realm of like the latest gen and then and the new gen you know like just from if they're side by side not like you know ps3 to ps5 but i think that's what it has to mean you know i think so i i think that checks out i i hadn't really thought about it like that in terms of you know how does that look from like a third party perspective and like if they're willing to drop their big games in september you know so so close next gen i i think that makes sense i i think it checks out yeah I think that makes sense. And, and do you think, because, like, it could be that. It could also be the fact that these are two very big games with a lot of buzz around them that they don't feel worried, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or that, too. Yeah, because, like, they – they both sides have to know, hey, a a pretty large portion of us are going to buy these games, you know? Like, yeah. like these are the heavy hitters of 2020. Like, these are going to be in goalie discussion, I'm assuming. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Cyberpunk definitely will Cyberpunk be. Cyberpunk definitely. Avengers might not be, but I feel like Cyberpunk definitely, yeah. You're right, yeah. Is at least one at least, you know, one has more potential than the other, but overall, these are the big mm-hmm. big hitters of twenty twenty, yeah. So maybe maybe they're just, you know, like, hey, we know you guys are gonna buy it anyway. So like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it. That could be the deciding factor of it all. But like we because re- you have to imagine there's going to be some steep competition if 
the launch lineup for these consoles is going to be enticing, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be an expensive fall now. Now that I'm looking at it all. Like, you know, I mean, Not... I know it's only two games, but... Yeah. And it was really getting expensive in the first place because we're buying new consoles, you know? But... Not even that, though, but, like, I'm talking, like, there's going to be games designed for next gen, you know? Right. And the, like, Avengers specifically, in my head, is a game designed for PS4 that they probably had a plan to bleed into next gen. Okay, right. Cyberpunk, obviously, high-end PCs are going to be the best way to play that game, as far as I know, based on The Witcher. Yeah. But, like they were probably counting for like next gen to give a little boost to to the game but they're gonna have games that are launching only on next gen you know yeah xbox they're not having first party games only next gen but there's gonna be third party games you know that launch only on like uh series x or yeah right right like ps5 day one i can get horizon and then i can get this avengers game like I, i'm gonna get horizon you know like i want to put a new game in my new console yeah yeah. Do you think that's like a standard thing, or do you think that we're just assuming uh, that people won't want to play their old games? I think that these two, because I was even I was even thinking about this. I was even thinking about this as well today. Was like because these are so close to next gen. Am I gonna wait for one of them to play it? That's what I'm thinking too. On PS5, because if it, I could see if I'm gonna wait for one of them. I think I would wait for Cyberpunk. You know? As much as I want to play Cyberpunk, I know that, like, if there's going to be a hypothetical, like, patch that, uh, you know, the PS4 Pro games got with PS4 base games, how you got that free patch to make it PS4 Pro uh, be, you know, like, the up-res assets, the up-res assets and stuff like that. Like, I, I imagine that's how they would treat a base ps4 game being put into a ps5 like i'm sure it'll probably ping the server and like you'll get like an update to it so i'm assuming that 2077 since you know that's geared towards more of like enthusiast uh pc type of crowd but also obviously console crowd but i think it would reap more benefits from the ps5 than ps4 you know sure so i think if if I was going to wait for one until PS5, it'd probably be Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But I feel like when it comes down to it, when it comes to that week, I'm going to want to play it. Yeah. And I'll just get on PS4 probably and just see see the difference when the when PS5 comes out. But do you mm-hmm. think you'll wait for one of these to come to PS? I mean, we'll wait for one of these when the PS5 comes out. You you think or? <sighs> It's hard to say because I'm still unsure if I'm even in on PS5 day one right right now. Right, right. I feel like there's so much we still don't know that, like, clearly the third parties, at least what I would assume, is that they have a better picture of what the fall looks like Mm -hmm. um, as far as next gen goes and other titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's really tough to say because, like, I'm a big Marvel fan, You, you know? Indeed, very much are. But if that game and the the living aspect of it is going to bleed into next gen, I don't know. Maybe I'd like just get it at launch and then just play the campaign and then wait to progress until I get a PS5, you know? Right. 
Right. Same with Cyberpunk. Maybe like I start a playthrough and then if I upgrade, I just transfer it over. I don't know, but like, there. I'm assuming, like I said before, there's gonna be some pretty crazy launch titles. You know, like Horizon maybe. Um, the Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, I'm sure, is going to be significantly better on next gen if it is getting a oh, yeah. current gen launch too. If it's if it's any game coming out, and I think hmm, definitely in November, but probably even October. Like if there's if there's like if I'm still playing through Avengers like Avengers or Cyberpunk, I could see me pushing some October games into the PS5 and just waiting to play that. You know, sure. But um, hmm. At the same time, though, that's just, like, assuming that all these rumors come to fruition about next-gen uh, cross- or backwards compatibility. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure an, we will talk about, you know, in the future. Yeah. But that, yeah. It's an interesting time, but now um, Q1, it's light. Q2, a little beefier, but still kind of light at the moment. Um, Definitely seems like now, the, like, we have, like, a ramp instead of, like, a... Yeah, a cliff that we gotta jump or climb right now. Seems like now we have a nice yeah. little ramp. So at least now we can all manage these games now. Oh yeah, it's definitely kind of like a. Huh, so now you know March is gonna be. Oh wait, well now April is Final Fantasy Seven. March yeah. is Animal Crossing. Shout out, you know. And Doom, Doom Eternal. Oh right, yeah, and Doom, and Doom. Mm-hmm. By my count, everything before E three is resting on Resident Evil three. Final Fantasy Seven, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, and Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Um, Is there anything big in February um, that that we're missing or dreams? But I I've been in dreams, you know, for a year already. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that is where we stand. Uh, not a bit. Well, kind of a big news week, but I mean, in relation to episode one, episode two is like chipping deeper and deeper into our discussion from last week. This week it definitely felt like, okay guys, we're like back from break, you know, like, yeah. like here we are yeah. guys. Like, let's go, you know, let's, let's start with some crazy stuff going on. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But Well, uh, let me talk a little bit about joy clicks for a second. Mm. Joy clicks. If you are watching us right now is a YouTube channel where you can see us talk video games, movies, stuff we're enjoying a cast of us at this point on the channel uh discussing different things you can watch this show joy joy clicks game cat game the joy clicks games cast <laughs> I feel you, bro. i feel you bro i feel you every friday um thursday nights on early access for just a buck on patreon.com slash joy clicks where you can also get every other podcast as early as possible as well as uh exclusive things when we get a chance to record a little bonus bits but kevin mm-hmm if the people would like to find you and they're not, they don't want to just find you on this here channel or podcast services around the globe, where can they find you? Well, before I even get going, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's a dollar, guys. Patreon. It is a dollar. Joy clicks. The yeah. subway does those sliders for like, what, $1.79? So you're telling me that it is cheaper to subscribe for a month and get four games cast early. Then get a sub slider at Subway. Come on, man. A dollar? Come on. You know what I'm saying? So first off, join the Patreon. Second off, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the KDS123, T-A-G-K-D-I-A-Z-123. Follow me on there for all my thoughts, 
on stuff and and other things as well as of course on youtube.com says playstation source we have a uh you know a bunch of videos went out this week one about final fantasy 7 uh one that went up actually as of this recording on thursday um my thoughts on the ps4 back but back button attachment because i'm mm-hmm. still waiting for that to come in i did pre-order one i do want to try it oh cool yeah i will be uh giving giving my thoughts on that um and how i think that the DualShock 4 with the back button attachment is very telling of what we might see on DualShock 5, you know. So I'll leave it there. Check it out. I agree with you. Yeah, def- definitely makes a lot of sense there. But, uh, of course, we also have um, the day that you – people that don't want to pay for Patreon are getting this. You can also check out Road to Dreams on PlayStation Source, uh, the first episode in my little mini-series of a podcast where we go over dreams. The game coming out on Valentine's Day. I had the homie Robot Rock on once again. Very, very good episode. Always love podcasting with him. So that's going up tomorrow as well as Safe Slot went up this week as well. Uh, the new main podcast for PlayStation Source that went up as well. So check out that. And uh, yeah, so definitely check out PlayStation Source. But after you check out the Patreon for Joy Clicks, definitely do that first. But there we go. Very nice. So if you want to follow me online, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Chris and Buckley. If you want immediate, almost constant, direct conversation with me, you can check out the Joyclicks Discord, which is linked in the description as well. That as well, yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. had some cool conversations in there today. Indeed. Shout out to Neon Rider, Arya. Indeed. But um, that's going to do it for this week. Um, if you ha- have questions for next week's episode um related to the topic which i will post on twitter and the discord server you can send them that way and get a chance to have them run on the show so the show's going to be evolving as the weeks go on as we get back into the swing of things but that's going to do it for this episode and i forget what our sign off was last week oh my week. god i forgot to oh wait we were supposed to ask the people right oh, oh okay man. so I forgot. until next week tell us what to say <laughs> See ya. Later.